This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show. My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Hola. The Christmas Countdown Boys. We're back, baby. Are Episode we clapping for two? ourselves right we now? We're clapping for ourselves. Yay. We're Yay, giving ourselves. We this is it. called self-affirmation. That's right. Everybody. Uh, welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show. This is episode two of season three. We made it. They didn't cancel us. They didn't cancel us. We made it yes. through one. Now we're over the hump. Um, we are so excited to be back with you. We're Can doing... I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Did you mean to put on a Christmas shirt and you forgot before you came into the studio? No, I'm wearing an all-American white t-shirt. Okay, just wanted to clarify. Yep. Okay, I just want to make sure. What would, it, what would you think that I put on instead of this? I Maybe like a, like a plaid, like red and white checkered shirt no. or something. I don't know. No, it's I don't... hot out. I just want to it wear a t-shirt. It is hot out. Okay, fair enough. I'm I just wanted to, I just wanted to confirm. American white t-shirt. Because I meant to it. ask you that about 30 minutes ago. and then Sure. I, it, it... But I like that you interrupted the intro to ask me. <laughs> that is, is what we do, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Let's try that again. You are here for episode two, season three. Uh, we are doing the second half of our top 10 pre-1980 classic Christmas songs. Mm. So this will be five through one, which we're very excited about. So excited. Um, we have Chris Sisley coming to us live from Brooklyn, New York. Chris. We got our buddy John here Johnny. on the, the ATEM. Is that what it's called? It is an ATEM. So if Chris is on the ones and twos, yeah. can John be on the threes and fours? Sure. I love that. John's on the threes and fours of the camera. Which like makes it. sense because there's four inputs on the device. That's true. That That's he works true. on. Uh, and we're very happy to have John here. Yes. Uh, and John has a chair. He has a chair. He has Which a desk. Nice. You know, he has Emilio a microphone. Never got, never got a chair or a desk. You know, I was thinking the other day because I was like listening back to the first episode mm -hmm. and I was watching, you know, the video because we put videos up sure, on our yeah. YouTube page and like all of a sudden you'll hear John talk, mm -hmm. but there's no video of John. I was like, True. do we need to get like a little GoPro for John? Well, we could or... do that or I could take a picture of John right now with my phone so people... and then you can <laughs> always just cut to like a still image of John just like this with this great little like over the shoulder <laughs> smile is perfect. And it just always is just the still image of yes. John. Or, Unless you want video, John. Or if someone like wants to create via AI what they think John looks like based off of his voice and then send that to us and then we'll like jib jab it. I do kind of love like, that. I'm John. I do kind of like love that. Could be that super is, fun. That is pretty good. Speaking of, of shout outs, while we're giving shout outs, yes. I need to give a shout out that I forgot to give mm, yeah, in yeah. our premiere episode. And I feel so bad about it because I promised this person when they were here helping us build this yeah. set that I would give them a shout out in the premiere episode because I didn't ever mention well, their name. this is part two of the premiere episode. That's true. So you're still And there. arguably there's probably more people listening to this probably. episode because some people missed the first. Sure. And, and people want to know that number one, you know? They really, really do. People yeah. come back. So I want to give a huge shout out to another Chris in our lives, Chris Slack, mm. who was our incredible set builder, set designer. Chris was the one who not only built the set that you are looking at if you're watching the videos right now, but also built the set last year yes yes indeed great individual great friend he doesn't really charge us any money i always say send me an invoice yeah and then he'll just send me an invoice for the lumber oh never for his time well, thank you chris that is the essence of christmas that's right giving. giving for giving's sake that's right that's right just wait now we're gonna get a real big invoice because yeah. i didn't mention him in the first episode yeah, he's like all right 
Here it comes. By the way, my time is a thousand dollars an hour. You thought you were making money as podcasters. Well, you are wrong. Think again. Because it's all mine now. And you know what, Danny? Uh, as a little extra present, a holiday, an early Christmas present for everybody, we're going to release our first bonus episode for everybody. Yes. For free. Give you a little taste of what the Patreon group gets every single week um, to sort of uh, whet your appetite for the bonus episode stuff, which is so fun. So this uh, bonus episode for this countdown will go live tomorrow. And if you enjoy that episode, you you like the bonus stuff, the backstage kind of vibe, uh, you can subscribe on Patreon or you can subscribe on Apple or Spotify and you will get these fun, fun bonus episodes. We also have to tell you, make sure you follow us on the socials. Yes. We have... Uh, at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. Is anybody using Threads? I so what I will do is I'll take what we post on Instagram, sure, and then I'll just post it. On but does anybody re like react with it? Yeah, really. Uh, we have like over fourteen thousand followers on wow. Threads. Okay. I know. What's big on Threads is like there'll be a trend where you know Chips Ahoy will be like. Uh, I am cookies and it'll just be a bunch of cookie emojis. And then like, okay. you know, Michael's, you know, crafts will write back and go, I am art. And they do like all the art emojis. So it's like a chain letter. It of. sort of feels like it. It feels like everyone's just like, I'm going to type something silly on here today. And yeah. then everyone's like, well, I'll just do my silly version. Sure. It's basically social media <laughs> is, is what it is. Yeah. I'm just going to do, do my remember, silly version of what you're Do you remember doing. chain letters from when we were kids? Like there was yes. chain emails, which were at the early days of email. People would send you an email be like, if you don't forward this to seven people, you'll have bad luck for 10 years. Yes. But do you remember when we used to write them? Like in 100%, high school and stuff? Yeah. That's crazy. We did. So I was part of the class of 2000. Mm -hmm. uh, like everyone was like, this is the end of the millennium. Sure, you yeah. know, big, big sort of thing. So on the first day <coughs> of kindergarten for us, they had this huge celebration where all of us got like t-shirts that said like class of 2000 sure. on it. We buried a time capsule that I found out recently nobody is able to find at this school. That's a story for another time. Uh, but we also released balloons sure. into the air, which is great for the environment. Yeah. The environment loves that sort of thing. Um, but we it was all the wrote. 80s. Yeah, it was the 80s. Nobody yeah. cared. Uh, we all wrote letters and mm -hmm. attached them to the end yep. of the balloon. And, and, and it was like, hey, I'm, you know, so and so from this school. Let me know where yeah. you found this. So we all started getting letters back from people being like, hey, I was on the eighth, you know, fairway at such and such golf yeah. course and your balloon landed. Yeah. And you now I'm stalking you, like, sort of thing. It was really, really. Cool. <laughs> I'm kidding. I do remember that. That was uh, that was really good. You know what else uh, balloons are good for? We mm. used a balloon for Sophie when we were getting rid of the pacifier. Ooh. So instead of like saying you don't get a pacifier anymore and throwing it in the trash, yeah, right where they're like it's traumatic. When she was you know four or five, when it was like okay, we gotta be we gotta be done with the passy, right? right? We said this is, I don't know. We said. There's babies up in heaven who might need a pacifier. Whoa. So we tied the pacifier to a balloon and we like sent it up into the air. And she was able to be like, bye bye, Passy, and like was good with it. And it was like a moment for her to sort of feel like she was giving and Yeah. 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 Wow. Going to the babies in heaven. Yeah, it was we went deep. Yeah, you went real deep. <laughs> real deep. I feel like there's a story and they're yeah. like, I want to see that movie. There's probably some trauma that she'll be dealing with later. You what know? is where <laughs> are all the babies in heaven? Oh Dad. Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, we're devolving quickly. Yes. We're only like three minutes in. But that's um, what we do. Yes. Here. Let's continue our uh socials. Uh if you still are on the Twitter slash X, we are at Xmas Pod. Yes. And you can check out our full episodes on YouTube. It's which true. We're very 
excited about. Um, Full three camera setup. Plus yeah, you get to see Chris. And absolutely. Maybe John's real face. Maybe. Maybe it's a jib jab. Maybe it's AI. Maybe we're AI. That's where the world is these That's days, right. friends. Uh, but yeah, we're we're so excited to be back. You know, Eric, I was thinking after our premiere episode mm-hmm. the other day, and, and you know, maybe you'll be excited about what I'm about to share with you. Maybe you won't. TBD. We're gonna find out in All real right. time. I'm excited. I felt like I felt like I was super scripted in the last episode, so I'm really? trying to like freewheel a little bit and just like sort of just let it come organically. Like off I was, the cuff more? yeah, a little bit more off the cuff. Because I was looking down at the script and I was like. No, Danny, say what you're feeling. Say what you're sure. thinking in, in the moment. So I'm gonna, I promise to our listeners out there, I'm going to try to be a little bit less scripted okay. and a little bit more in the feels, in the I pocket. I feel like you were very scripted. No. Maybe it's just, you know, first episode jitters. Yeah, maybe. the rust off. Yeah, getting the rust off. Yeah. You know, it's been, what, 10 months since we've it had a full episode? So it has. But we got good stuff today. We got good stuff. So much we good stuff. We got a game. Yeah. We got some memes and things. We yes. got some fun news. Oh, my gosh. Um, we got we, fan mail. We have fan mail. I have a couple other surprises over here. Should we go to fan mail right now? I mean... Or do you want to rate and review first? I think let's do rate and review. You sure. know, one thing we love to let's do... Let's stick to the script, right? Dang it. <laughs> Eric, <laughs> throw my phone across the room right now. Oh, my Whoa. gosh. Danny's like, we are not sticking to the script. I'm off the cuff. And then I was like, hey, you said fan mail. Let's do fan mail. Uh, I believe well, actually, that the script next here uh, that we have to do rate and review at, at, yeah. okay. at exactly uh, 11 minutes and 12 seconds into the episode. Uh, you, we can do fan mail first. No, let's like. do it. Now we're in rate and review. Dang let's do it. it. Let's okay, do it. let's get we're back good. to we're the good. script. Um, so I'll read the first one here. Yes. Um, and as we tell you always, uh, please, if you've not rated and reviewed us, please do that uh, on Apple or they can send us a DM if you're listening on Spotify. Yep. Um, we will read re- your review on live on the show. We love um, to do that. We love to do that. All right, this first one. Oh, no, I can't see who it's from. Oh, wait, I can uh, this is from Lane Train. Lane, Lane Train. Train Eleven. That's a great name. That's a. Great That's one of the name. better ones that I've that we've read before. I really like that one. Lane a lot. Train. Lane Train Eleven. Uh, they wrote great podcast. Five golden stars. This podcast really gets me in the mood for Christmas. Mm. I enjoy thinking back to all the memories that listening to this podcast gives me to Christmas. Thank you. There was a there was a, a period after thank thank. You for getting me into the Christmas spirit, even in mid-August. And like, honestly, I will put this out there. I even think on Thanksgiving, we celebrate Christmas. And it's true. So Lane Train. Lane Train. Lane Train. I feel like when you say that person's name, you go, Lane Train. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Now, do you think that people called him Lane, Lane Train? Or them, they, or them, might they, be, her. I don't, don't know. know who it is. Yeah. But do you think that people called them that name? Or do you think they gave themselves the that name that's a great question um i f- you and i talked about nicknames was it you, season it was, one or two well i told you my easy e story your easy e because yeah. you didn't have a nickname <laughs> right but you gave yourself one. i gave myself the nickname easy e thinking it would catch on <laughs> and it never did i was only ridiculed mercilessly by my college friends which has become let's pull back the curtain a little bit here is that whenever we're texting on like our show thread yes whenever i because sometimes i'll call chris c <coughs> and i call eric e yeah but whenever i type e i think easy easy because <laughs> that's what you said one of your buddies that's right, yeah. said to you when you yep. had it on the back of your yeah. jersey but yeah i don't know lane train you gotta let us know is yeah. that a name that somebody a gave you given moniker or did or people Bestow it, it you. upon yeah. you. Bestow. Yeah. Ooh, bestow. Good when I hear train, it reminds me, quick little backstory here, is I used to work for American Idol. And right. there was this guy who loved to call me D-Train. Okay, yeah. And Not I, D-Crest? No, no. D-Crest okay. was out. Okay. 
Gotcha. <laughs> D-Train was in. D-Train was in. Uh, but whenever he would walk by my desk in the office, he would do two knocks on the edge of my desk and go, Train! <laughs> Every single time he would walk by my desk. And to this day, like one that. of my best friends in the world who worked in that office with us, whenever I talk to him, he goes, Train! Like train? He just calls me. They're, they're, he's the only person in the world that calls me. Train. Fun. So Lane Train, you and I have something in common. And thank you so much for that wonderful review. Yes. Uh, moving along to our next one. This is a little bit of a longer one. And this comes to us from uh, Edaluna Val. <coughs> I think it's Edaluna. There's two. Edaluna, maybe? Because usually when you have two L's, it's you, right? Yeah. Edaluna Val or Edaluna Val or Edal Luna Val. Edal Luna Val. Either way. This was brought to us by them. Yes. And the title of this review is A True Cozy Listen, and they gave us five golden stars. And here is what they had to say. I first tuned in because I was looking to get into the Christmas spirit. After the pandemic and other family issues, it felt like there was little reason to celebrate. I was so lucky to discover this podcast when it was just taking off. This podcast has reminded me in cheerful and gentle ways why we choose to make traditions with our loved ones. It's also just about the only podcast that sues me when I'm nervous. This is going to sound weird, but I had to go get a dental procedure. And after thinking of all the podcasts I listened to, I decided to download and have this one playing to distract myself from my anxiety. And it worked. Yeah. The joyful energy Danny and Eric bring along with the wondrous theme uh, that is Christmas makes this the coziest podcast I listen to. So you could say that we are the Novocaine of Christmas podcasts. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, Novocaine, you didn't. That pretty good. That we are. We that are. is what they call us. Well, Ed, Edel... Oh, Eduna? Eduna Val? Eduna Val. Thank you very much for that. That was very, very sweet. Isn't that yeah, kind? I love that. It's just amazing, you know, all the places that people choose to listen to our yeah. podcast. Because, like, inevitably you think, like, oh, people are listening to this in their car sure. or on the train or whatever. Yeah. But the fact that somebody is, like, sitting in a dental office, because I do the same thing whenever I, you know, go to get x-rays or filling or whatever, is, like, I'm, like, what music is going to soothe me sure. right now? And I'll put that on. But to think that, like, our show yeah. brings that vibe to people like is that. it's really, really special, that you know? Great. Yeah. So I've never you. listened to music at the dentist. I've oh, really? I've never thought of that as an option. Yeah, bring your and if you have like the new AirPod sure, like pros, yeah. Oh, yeah. turn on noise canceling. Yeah, because I mean the worst thing at the dentist is that sound of the scraping. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that is God, it's it's, the it's worst. not just a sound. The feeling Let's the really sound, get people uncomfortable right yeah, now. Yeah. It's the feeling of like oh. the metal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No good. I'm, no I love good. that like Edaluna might be listening to this while she's in the chair. She's like, Oh, I need something to distract me from my dental procedure. <laughs> like, <laughs> Got a lot of cavities in here. Like really just giving it to Oh Edaluna my gosh. That's right cool. now. Um, but yeah, if you would like to have your review read on the show, if you're listening on Apple, you can do it right now. Scroll right down, tap on that five star button, leave us a review. We love to read them on the show. Or if you're listening on Spotify or anywhere else, because there's so many ways. People listen on Google, Castbox. Pandora, people just listen all sorts of ways. So wherever you are listening in the world, uh, feel free to shoot us your review via DM on Instagram. We are at Christmas Countdown Show, or you can email it to us, uh, Kringle at ChristmasCountdownShow.com. That's just a great way to, to stay in contact sure. um, with us in general. So speaking of fans and people who will Let's reach to out to us, I think that's next next yes. on my script yes. here. Yes. So. You Let's know, stick to the script. I was Danny. just naturally thinking I wanted to go there, but it conveniently is also sure, right sure, here. Sure. So um, this box, this piece of fan mail is so big, it doesn't fit in our fan mail 
bag. So what? I had to sort of like drape it over. Drape it over. Yeah. But this one, I am so excited. Okay. We wanted to open this in our premiere, but we had so much to get through on the premiere episode we didn't get to. So this piece of fan mail is coming to us all the way from Kildare. Kildare, Ireland. Ireland. Oh, I don't want to show the full address. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, if you want to send a message to uh, Simon, <laughs> here's his full address. Uh, but yeah, this is coming to us from Kildare, Ireland, from our very, very good friend, Simon. Hello, Simon. Simon. We love you, Simon, so much. Oh, Simon. <laughs> Thank you for this fan mail. <laughs> Do you know who you sound like when you sing like that? Who? Tell me. Conan O'Brien. That's exactly what I wasn't going for. <laughs> I was going, you know, what's funny you bring that up is that whenever I do voices like that, my wife says, you sound like Conan O'Brien. Yeah. So clearly I, that's, that's a fact. the vibe you're giving. Yeah. But people laugh at Conan O'Brien. Sure, and yeah, I think yeah. when he does his Irish accent, sure. he's, it's very funny. Um, Can you get into this box? Or I'm trying. Stuck? It's just, there's so much tape going on here. Let's give well, the it's people internationally packaged. Yeah. So, I it mean, says, uh, unpost unpost a N is that like an Irish thing? I don't know. I don't know. It's got a very cool like um, circle logo with Big Ben yeah. and a lot of different things from Europe, I'm assuming, here. Or the UK. Oh, yeah, because I see the yeah, Eiffel Tower like, is on yeah, there. Yeah, I see like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Or, or Tour Eiffel, as they say sure. in, in France. For all our French listeners out there, you're welcome. Okay, there we go. Sorry, okay. just like exploded on me. Oh, there is a letter. All right, let me read Do you want to read the letter? Read there the letter. you go. All right, all right here we go. that over to you. Oh, my uh, gosh. I got to read it in Irish. Here we go. Uh, it says, greetings to my Christmas friends. Hello from Kildare in Ireland. Congratulations on the commencement of season three. I have a feeling that this will be the best season yet. Aww. I just wanted to send you both a few little treats from Ireland. There's a package for both of you, blue bags, and a selection box for both of you also. Ooh, selection? Yeah. I'm not sure if you do selection boxes in the States. What's a selection box? That I was just about to ask because okay. you said it and just oh, sort of rolled over. I'll like tell you. you. Oh. <laughs> It is a tradition here in Ireland. Selection boxes come in small and large sizes. Some can be shaped like a Christmas stocking, and some are large rectangular boxes. They are full of chocolate bars and treats. I have sent you the Cadbury selection box. Maybe this may be from... Maybe this may form part of a Christmas countdown list in the future. Ooh, I like that. Top okay. selection boxes. Love that. Um, I've also included some decorations from Newbridge Silverware. Newbridge Silverware is renowned around the world. I think he got us to just do an ad for Newbridge Silverware. Actually, without... this was a whole like strategy, Simon. This has been a slow con <laughs> for like two years. Us. He actually works for the company. He's head of marketing. <laughs> at... <laughs> And before you know it, you're like, this is just a silverware. It's the best silverware in the world. And you can go to www. You know, in fact, they are synonymous with designing and crafting quality jewelry, homeware, and gift. Simon. In the heart of Carrick Plains in County Kildare, Ireland, since 1934. I hope you enjoy your treats. And thank you both again for the joy and excitement you both bring to every episode of Christmas Countdown. It is a pleasure to be part of the family. Catch up soon. Garen. Wait, I'm going to try to say this. This is in Irish. Actually, in Irish. Go Reiba Might Agat. Thank you in Irish. Aww. Your friend, Simon, with a little Christmas tree. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Simon. And, we love you. And for 10% off your purchase of, uh, of Newbridge Silverware, enter a code Simon. At that's checkout. right. No, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to dig into this. Now, uh, as we know, when you open up a gift at Christmas, you must 
Open read the, the card. Card first. You got to read the card first. Must that, do the card first. That's what we teach our kids, the, right? Yeah, but there are monsters out there that will just go right and for they the... just throw. And you're like, how do I know who it's from? Yeah, you know. Our... Do you guys keep a list of what gifts uh, are from p- different people, like at Christmas time, so that you can then thank those people? I think when we birthday open the birthday parties, yes, yeah. because usually you, you don't open There's the gifts till kids. you get yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but with like Christmas, usually the people who gave those gifts are there. Yes. With us, right? So we get to say like a thank you and a hug in the moment. I don't have any family near oh. me, so they're usually not there. With <laughs> I don't me. have any family nearby. Uh, okay, so the front of this card is beautiful. It's like a little, Ooh. like we're peeking into yeah. a little Christmas scene in, in somebody's it. living room. It says, greetings from Ireland at Christmas. Ooh, a couple hundred bucks in here. No, uh, <laughs> kidding. Uh, it says, to Danny and Eric, thinking of you and sending your way a very special wish for Christmas Day. Uh, wishing you and your families a very Merry Christmas from your Irish friend, Simon. And family. Oh, thank you, thank Simon. Thank you, Simon. This will be the first new card going up here in the studio this season. Yeah. I'm going to temporarily put it over here on my table, and we'll find a nice mm-hmm. spot to put it on display. I, I wonder if we can use, like, push pins and just put them sort of all over the, uh, we all could. Over the walls. You hang up, we would, hang up string and yeah. use clothespins. That's what we do at home. I like that. String oh. and clothespins. I like that idea. They can just sort of be drifting across the middle or something. Or maybe in the yeah. corners. Yeah, we could do like some 3M strips with like like little hooks on the end. Mm-hmm. So that way we don't put string. holes yeah, in yeah, our, yeah. our thing. I love that idea. Yeah. All right, John. Use your suggestion. So Good you got to do it. <laughs> right now we're cutting to the, the still shot of John. Still shot of John, the jib jab. Hey, guys, I have a great idea for you this year. Um, I don't know why I had to give him a different voice so we can't just use his own voice. I don't know what I'm doing here. Be an elf and, you know, yes, Johnny the Elf. Like John, are you office. Irish? Uh, I'm, I'm American. He's I'm American. American. You hear me? I, I have Irish heritage, but I also have a bunch of Irish heritage. <laughs> that was the best me. response. Hey, are you Irish? I'm American. I feel like John is going to quickly become like the favorite character on this show because whenever we cut to him, like, do you have like facts to back that up? And he's like, nope, nope. I'm American. Like that's that. All right. Oh my gosh. All right. So we have two blue bags. Do you want to? Those learn? are the selection bags. Uh, these, I think the selection thing is this Cadbury box. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see if these are, all right, this is to Eric, okay. this blue bag here, here and then this blue bag is to, oh, would you believe it? And it's from it's a- Newbridge Silverware, uh, which is at newbridgesilverware.com. Yeah, established 1934 in Ireland. Use uh, code Simon to check out. Um, <laughs> all right, let's open this up. It has a nice blue ribbon that we're going to open up here. Okay. Ooh, this looks very fancy. Oh, we got bags and bags. There's bags in bags. Which is exciting. Okay. I got some silica gel in mine. Did you get some silica gel in yours? Uh, hey, fun little tip for anyone nope. out there. Nope. Save silica gel packets at your house because if you ever drop your phone in water you can throw it in a Ziploc bag with some silica gel oh, really? packets it'll help take the moisture out okay. anyway I'm opening my first little bag here alright I'll let you do yours and then I'll go second um, oh, so that's some care advice okay. oh there's some silica Ooh. Came out. wait are these ornaments? I think it is oh my god that is a beautiful ornament Ooh, let me see it's got like it's oh my gosh a metal sort of and this is from a silverware company so you know this is legit uh, it's a very sterling? nice sort of like sterling silver base of a wreath, and then it has like green and red rubies. Oh my gosh! With like a very cool sort of like metallic leaf design over the top. Stunning! That is really pretty. Oh my gosh! Whoa! That is incredible. Thank you, Simon, and thank I... you, Newbridge Silverware. Yeah. Oh my gosh! This is going on you the screen right Simon now. Simon, to check out. All right, here we go. Um, all right, here's my first one. I'm so excited we're getting new ornaments on the trees. And, and yes. for all of our listeners and viewers out there, these ornaments that are behind us, I, 
I think even cl- including the candy canes, uh, came from listeners from season two. Uh, so if you want to have an ornament featured on the trees behind Eric and myself, uh, just reach out to us, shoot us a DM, or email us Kringle at ChristmasCountdownShow.com, and we will send you our P.O. Box address. So that way you can send us an ornament, a card, anything that you want to see on display or have us share here on the show. You can do that just like Simon did. Oh, my gosh, Eric. What you got? Oh, it's heavy. It's yeah. got some weight to yeah. it. Yeah. Look at this. It's a beautiful Christmas tree that looks Ooh, one of those like, like Irish, Irish not. It says my, it has yeah. my name on it. No way. Dude, I don't know if they can see this on my single camera. It's kind of hard to tell because uh, we can't punch in on these, but it's in this nice little uh, sort of cursive writing at the bottom. It says, Danny. Oh, my and gosh. I've got one that says Did you get Eric. one too? This That's looks really It's like cool. an Irish, Irish knots. Is Irish, that what those yeah, are Irish called? cross, Irish knots. Yeah. Irish knots. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, like I said, like a heart design. That's in the really middle cool. of it. Oh my gosh, this is stunning. And it almost looks like your Christmas tree. I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's what it looks like. All right, I'm hanging that. This is getting. Be prominent. careful turning around. I kind of hurt my neck trying to turn this around. Well, that's uh, because we're in our 40s now, Eric. This oh. is true. Oh, boy. That was not the ornament falling oh. to the ground. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope the mics pick that up because we have some droppage. There it is. It's kind of. It. Is it broken or is it okay? Uh, it's just in three pieces, so I feel like that's okay. No, it's... What was that? Everybody's... <laughs> Something we have people in. working here in the hallway right now at our studio, and it sounds like they just collapsed. Hopefully they're okay. Um, but whatever just fell, they just vacuumed it up, so I think we're good. All right, uh, hanging... I will say, it is not easy to turn around and try to hang something on these trees. All right, I may reposition it, but for right sure. now, that is where uh, the first ornament from Simon is going to live on the tree. I just definitely gave myself a paper cut, which is awesome. Um, all right, I'm going to move on to my next one while you're doing that, because I'm guessing it's the same Probably one as yours, similar, the, yeah. the wreath, right? All right, let's see here. Opening up, give you your ASMR. This is me opening the tissue. Oh, dude, this thing is beautiful. So pretty. Simon, you absolutely crushed it, my friend. Oh, this is this is stunning. Like a Absolutely really, stunning. really pretty ornament. Do you realize what's incredible, Eric? I'm just realizing this moment, looking at your tree, looking at mine. We now have ornaments from Ireland mm-hmm. and from Kenya. Yeah. Because remember that red you. bell that's behind you? That was that's from right. our friend Janelle, who's a missionary in I Kenya. That, yeah. And then I've got somewhere right on my... Oh, there it is. I've got cool. this beautiful little like orangish yellow globe yep. um, that's behind me that were handmade uh, by artisans in Kenya. Um, oh, this is amazing. Here, let me have the box while you try to hang All right, that one up. There you go. Passing it All along. Right, we'll do the last little bit here of Simon's uh, amazing presence. Ooh, we've got two. Oh, these are oh these are selection boxes. Okay, this is what I think we would call in America an assortment. An box, assortment. Maybe. Okay. Right. What does it say? Six of your favorites in the selection box. So. Ooh. Is this like uh, every episode you open a new one to see what you get? Is that what we're going to do with bars, this, or how, how do we want to do this? Uh, I don't. I can't guarantee you that once this is open, that it's not going to. Well, why don't we do it together, together. On, There's a little tab on the front about down here. Let's see. Oh so yeah. Says, okay, I see it. So that's a, a all right. Ready? One, way of two. Oh, you Ooh. see them all. You're right. Okay. I thought they might be like hidden behind like little Ooh, doors or something like an advent like that. calendar sort of. Thing. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, this is nice, oh my gosh. These are all treats that we cannot buy here. In That's right. The states. We've got some. Let's just show it off for the people who are watching. Uh, what do we got here? We've got the, whisper. What'd you get? Whisper. A wisp. Uh, we got fudge. We've got dairy milk buttons. We've got the double decker. Ooh, that sounds really, really good. Yeah. Uh, a little bar, and then what's this one hiding? Crunchy. Crunchy. 
Oh my gosh. You know, Cadbury, uh, thank you, Simon. For yes, this. thank this is you. Awesome. Incredible. Very, very cool. Yep. Love that. Um, Cadbury, mine over here. in my opinion, has the greatest voiceover of any commercial ever. You know the voice of the Cadbury guy who they always show at like Easter, the like Cadbury Bunny uh, audition. It's like an old 80s commercial. Yes, where there's like, like a tiger. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, the guy that narrates it is like, Welcome to Cadbury Eggs. He like has the most round voice. And if, if you go on YouTube right now and find Cadbury Eggs, I can't do a good version of it, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Chris, it's are so you able good. to pull that up so we can listen to a little bit of it? Everyone wants to be the Cadbury Bunny because only he brings Cadbury cream eggs with their delicious milk chocolate outside and creamy filling. While others may keep trying, there's only one Cadbury Bunny and nobody knows Easter better than him. He sounds kind of like Casey Kasem. Yeah, Cadbury. You know, Cadbury Bunny. Yes. It's, he's got that very Casey Kasem, like, wrapped every letter around every sound. He gave a little... Yeah, it's a definitely. little H before the yeah, W yeah, situation, definitely. which I always I'm not one of those people. What? But, but I like when when I hear that, I'm Why like, Why not? Good on you for sticking with that, <laughs> you know, and just keeping it. Do you think people who do that know they do that? Yes. And they do it intentionally. Yes. They're like looking for any reason to say a word that has a W at the beginning. Absolutely. So they can drop that H dub. Absolutely. I love Absolutely. those people. Keep well, Simon, it. thank you so much. That was just awesome that yes. you sent us that gift. Uh, if you want to send us a gift, uh, you, you, we're not asking for them, but if you would like to, <laughs> uh, you can send it. Uh, you can email us at Kringle at Christmas Countdown Show.com. Yep. And we'll give you our P.O. box and you can send it. You can send uh, us uh, some goodies. And yes. Simon is also a part of this like merry community that we have uh, on Facebook. It's a private community. If you want to get access to that, all you have to do is join our Patreon. The link for that is in the episode notes. Or you can go to patreon.com and search search. Search for it. That's a new thing I'm going to put into all my words that I say now. Uh, you can search Christmas Countdown Show on Patreon.com. You can join. You're going to get access to bonus episodes. You can even get discount codes for merch on our website. And then you get to be a part of this private community, which is amazing because a lot of times we'll invite those people to be a part of live recordings sure. of the show where they're essentially in a virtual audience and we interact with those people. So that's exciting to you. Uh, join up. The link for that is in uh, the episode notes. Yes. Um, Danny, how was your weekend? My weekend? Thank you for asking, Eric. I love that you look down at your phone and you're like, what is next? Danny wants to talk about something. Let's I, ask him about it. Well, thank you so much for asking. I, I, there is actually something I would love to talk about. So um, this weekend I got to do something that I have never done before in my life. Okay. I got to officiate a wedding. Oh, that's fun. And not just any wedding. My little sister's wedding. That's really cool. It was super special. You know, I've been a best man in a wedding before. You know, I've been like a groomsman. I was a ring bearer when I was a kid. And for the first time ever, I got to officiate a wedding. And it was just, it was a beautiful experience to be there with my family and to watch my sister marry someone that we are all just so thrilled uh, to have join our family. You know, connecting it to Christmas, he actually, um, we sort of met him for the first time back in December of 20, what would that be? 2020. Mm -hmm. um, 
when uh, we revealed to our parents and uh, my siblings that uh, we were going to have Riley. Mm -hmm. And so we had, I had shot this like video, funny video thing, and we showed it in the living room. And Christian, my new brother-in-law, was there. So like he was there at like a very pivotal yeah. moment in our lives, which happened around the holiday season. Uh, and then, you know, he has just like fully embraced like our family's love for the holiday season, his, his first year around us, um, he found out that like my dad really wanted to put the Christmas lights up, but was like stressed about time. So like yeah. he immediately called my dad. He's like, tell me when That's I'll be awesome. there. And was like the next day or like that weekend up on the roof, That's hanging good. the Christmas lights. He's just, he's such a thoughtful guy. You know, us, we love to like give thoughtful gifts. Sure. And he is like one of those people who like, like hand makes stuff for people That's for cool. the holidays. So, so thrilled to have uh, Christian joining the family and, you know, just to know that he's going to be a part of, not just our Christmases, but, you know, our family for, for many, many years to come. Uh, super, super excited about. And, and speaking of like family and Christmas, um, I've been doing something really, really cool at home lately that I wanted to share mm -hmm. with you. I'm trying to get like good audio of it. I haven't gotten like a okay. good clip. I'll share it maybe later in the season. Um, but my two-year-old is in that phase where she's like a, like a parrot. Like yeah. she'll just repeat. Is it parrots that repeat what you say? Yeah. Parakeets? Parrot. Okay. Yeah. So whichever bird it is, uh, she is one of those right now. So like whatever I say, you have to be careful, right? Like sure, she'll yeah. repeat back to me. But I was like, well, I want to try something. I want to try like some of my favorite lines from Christmas movies sure. and see if she will repeat them back to me. So like lately I'll be like, he's going to call the cops and she'll go from a tree house. <laughs> like, you love that line. I love that line from Home Alone. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> deep cut. Deep cut. But it's in that moment where like Kevin's in the treehouse and he's like, you know, gone across on like the handlebars of his bike. Like, Where are you? And like, you know, Marv and Harry are looking across and he's like, I'm going to call the cops. And Marv goes, you're going to call the cops. And then uh, Harry goes, from a treehouse. It's one of my favorite <laughs> lines. It just gets me every time. I yes. put it as one of my favorite lines. I know. I know. You're like, I, know. I, remember. I remember. It was a questionable choice. Um, but so she does that one. There's another moment. You know, do you remember when like uh, Marv gets into the van and he's like, yeah, one of them was called snakes. And Harry goes, snakes, snakes, snakes. I don't know no snakes. Remember I, that one? I don't. Okay. Well, she, she does that one too, <laughs> which is really, really cute. But now she's like gotten to the point where she'll go like, Riley, Riley. I don't know no Riley's. That's sleep funny. sack, sleep sack. I don't know no sleep sack. That's so funny. she's doing that over and over again. So later this season, I'm going to share with you all some, some audio, some of, audio yeah, of her yeah. like saying those those lines. So it's it's exciting that even though we're in October and we haven't even hit Halloween yet, my kids are already saying lines from yes. Christmas movies at home, which I'm yes. super super excited about. Did I tell you that uh, Sophie de uh, decorated her entire room fully Christmas? Like, you told me that she asked you about ago? like the tubs. Yeah, well, she went in and took out just the first tub that was the most available from the shed. Okay. Um, and just whatever was in that tub, she used. And so she has full Christmas uh, bedding now, and oh she has gosh. Christmas lights up. She has ornaments hanging all over her room. Yeah, she's uh, she's decked out. Clearly, uh, the apples do not fall far from this is the true. perennial tree. This uh, is very true. Here with Eric and, and Danny. Yes. So I love that. I mean, Christmas is in the air. Yes. You know, and it's so much in the air. It's not just in the air. It's in our mailboxes. Mm. Eric, I know you got this in the yeah, mail recently. I posted about this. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, all the people around the world, the Amazon holiday gift guide, which they're calling Holiday Dash uh, yes. this year, which I love. Did I ever tell you if I had a son, I wanted to name him Dash. That was like oh, the name we had picked like out. That. So 
We didn't have a son. Sure. So, but I have an Amazon gift guide. That's Dash, right. Which is like a close <laughs> second. It's like a um, but it arrived. And if you're anything like me, mm-hmm. you've started to comb through this thing. I, I love that. Well, I, what are you looking for in there? I mean, <laughs> what am I not looking for in here? <laughs> no, I, I'm looking for, you know, gifts for my kids. Sure. I think obviously first and foremost, sure. you're not for me, but you um, don't let them look through it. Well, See, here's what we the thing. do is we get it, and then the kids take it right away, and then they each pick a color of marker, yes. and then they go through the whole thing and circle the things that they want. But your kids are older. Sure. So, like, my two-year-old, Sure. if I gave this to her right now, yeah. before I brought it in for us to talk about on the show, yeah. literally it would be ripped to shreds, and I would have nothing to bring into the studio to share with all of our beautiful friends. Sure. Uh, so I was like, I'll bring it into the studio. I want to share it super nice and clean. Maybe what I'll do is... I'll bring this back in maybe like a couple weeks after and my children have like. had it. Sure. And then, then we'll see, you know, now, what's left. Now, you know that in this particular one, there yeah. is a story. Yes. It is like you read, like there's a, a little bit of dialogue or, you know, a story part. And then it'll say jump to page 14. And yes. then you get the next part of the story and it jumps all around. So I've read through the whole story. Uh, multiple times with, with Miles. It's riveting. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. It's yeah. called, so you're supposed to like follow the race and solve each activity to find out yeah. who wins. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. There's tons of amazing stuff in here. It gives me, you know, inspo. There's even like some special Amazon exclusive Funko Pops in here that like really caught my eye. I'm trying to find one of them right now just to show you. We'll, we'll look at it in a later episode. But um, I know I've seen a lot of people posting on Instagram that like, this is started yeah. to arrive, which is I mean, which is super came, exciting. Mine came on October first. That's in amazing. The mailbox, October one. It's amazing. But what I love, honestly, Eric, you know, is that even in this time where like technology is so like dominant in our lives, that you can get over six hundred like toys. Oh yeah. In a catalog, like I think there kids, was... kids need more of this rather than like oh another tablet yeah. that I can play well, it's a game tactile. on. It's yeah. tactile. It's real. It's tangible. Yeah. You know, there was a really good um, meme that I saw of um, a scene from There Will Be Blood that starred Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. And there's there's a moment in the movie where he's talking to his like business manager and he's looking at a map and his character's trying to buy up all the land for oil and stuff. Yes. And he goes this. Why don't I own this? I must own this. And he's pointing to like some spot on the map. But then it said, my child, when they're looking through the Amazon <laughs> thing, you know, it's so, like the kids be like this. I must own this. That's it's very, so perfect. It's very true. I love it. So tr- I mean, that, that's how I feel Absolutely. when I see the Funko Pops. Um, but speaking of like things you've seen online, this feels like a good time to get to sure. Eric's memes and things. And for the first time ever this season, folks, let's hear that sweet track. Yes. Memes and things, memes and things. It's time for Eric's memes and things. Yes. What do you think about that, John? John's never heard it before. Yeah. Almost there. All right, that's fair. It's that's almost. Fair. I mean, it's almost there. That's, that's better than more that than was, I would say. That hurt my ears. <laughs> um, all right, folks. We. It's been a minute since we've had memes and things. Yes. So I got. A, I got a few. I'm going to go through these as quickly as I can to try to you know spare all of you. But this stuff is good. And some of them, I have to admit, there's one or two that I can't remember if I talked about last year. So if there is a re- a repeat, forgive me. But they're all good stuff. I'll, I'll forgive you for um, sure. This one says, "Dear people that complain about Christmas music being played too early." I don't see y'all writing any Thanksgiving bangers. Hey. Boom. Boom. Roasted. That's good. (laughs) Um, Okay. This is so good. I have to play this. This is from 
Uh, Mandy Bossard on TikTok, M-A-N-D-I-B-O-S-S-A-R-D. Um, she does comedy videos, and this is Vince Guaraldi. That's how you say it, right? Guaraldi? Guaraldi. Guaraldi. Yeah. Pitching a Charlie Brown Christmas to, like, the creators of Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. okay here we go. Here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Hey, Vince, we'd love for you to do the soundtrack for a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, my God, I'd love to. So just something that'll blend in super well at a dinner party with a bunch of hot people. Oh, no, like hot, sophisticated people. No, no. You know the kind of party where you look around and you're like, wow, everyone here is hot and sophisticated. Where you're like, Carol, I just have to tell you. You always look amazing in a turtleneck. <laughs> Just like kid stuff. Bobby, you know, kid, kid, Bobby, kid stuff. Perfect. With a hint of melancholy. <laughs> no, no melancholy. Not outright melancholy. Just something that says kid stuff. Kids like Christmas time. Okay. Sad kids. Kids, kids just doing kid stuff. Picture a party with a bunch of hot people in turtlenecks. And they all struggle with depression. <laughs> what do you hear in the background of that party? Because I can hear it already. I'll have it to you by Tuesday. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's brilliant. And so accurate. So accurate. Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> um, okay, here's another one. Wait, that... does that mean we're hot people? Yeah, and yeah. sophisticated? Sure, because absolutely. we love that? Yeah. So congrats to everyone out there Maybe who Maybe we should that. start wearing turtlenecks, though. I... I have one in my car. I'll go grab it. Um, okay. This next one is from uh, TikTok user Ava Mayshu. Okay. A-V-A-M-A-Y-S-H-U. This is, it's a little long, but it is so adorable. Okay. And it, we'll post the video as well, but even without the video, you're going to start crying. Aww. This is just the most, it's uh, captioned, uh, the most wholesome Christmas reaction ever. Oh. All right. Here we go. Santa's coming. Santa's coming. Oh. He come. What do you see? Present. Oh. Let's check. It's this little girl Ava, and she's come sliding on. down the stairs. He gave us presents. Oh. No. Are you sure? He he ate our cookies. You're right. He did. Yeah. Let's go check. Come did on. the reindeer eat the carrots? Yeah. Let's check. Oh my gosh. <gasps> they did. Oh. And we got too. Oh my goodness! And Santa ate always cookies. Look at that! <gasps> Look, Ava. What did he leave you? <laughs> he leaves us presents. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Here's a present for you, Dad. Oh, Ava. <laughs> I think this one's for you. It says for Ava. What do you think of that? Which one's for Dad? She wants to give presents to her parents first. Oh, sweetheart. Oh, Ava. That is so sweet. I think a lot of these say for Ava. Do you want to open one? Is this one for you? Well, I actually think most of these are for Ava. Ava May. Daddy, Daddy woke up early and opened his present from Santa already. Daddy was up before you. 
So adorable. Like, just Ugh. too adorable. Danny's yeah. crying. This is I good. am. It's Hopefully just, you're crying in wherever you're listening to this. It's just so sweet. Yeah. You know, and, and I think, you know, I was just talking to my wife about this, you know, the other day where I was like, is this going to be the year that Riley starts to get it? You know, because she's, she's just turned two. But like, you know, I was sharing with Eric uh, when we got to the studio here this morning that I was testing out something new, a new decoration I bought this morning before the girls left for school. And one's like this, sort of looks like Buddy the Elf, and he's standing next to the North Pole, and he's got his tongue stuck to it. And I, I filled it up. I turned it on. You know, the air was full. And then the girls had to go. And then my wife brought Riley back home, and she sent me this video of Riley pulling <laughs> the Elf inflatable into the living room. Um, and I'm just like, is this is this the year that that she's going to like get it. And so like I get choked up cause I just think about like, you know, her walking out into the living room on Christmas morning. And is she going to, cause she like, she gets the idea of Santa. She goes, Santa, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Like yeah. she's, she gets it. So I don't know. It just, if you have kids or like, you know, yeah. there's kids in your life, you get it. Just seeing the wonder of the holidays through their eyes is, uh, it's just a beautiful gift. And it's a reminder for us, right? Yeah. Like to totally. remember the wonder that we can feel on yep. that day so thank you Eric. Totally. that was beautiful um okay we got some more here so this is a very funny picture of a christmas tree that has fallen to the ground and there's a dog looking very guilty and he says thank goodness you're home the christmas tree fainted <laughs> <laughs> which i think we all know probably didn't happen <sighs> um that's amazing okay <laughs> uh here I'm we go still crying over here <laughs> these are some great christmas jokes okay that my daughter actually sent to me oh really okay these are good um, why does Santa have three gardens? Uh, why does he have three gardens? Mm-hmm. Um, don't try to guess the oh, joke, Danny. But you We've know been me. through this I, before. You cannot do that. It's the worst way to ruin a joke. <laughs> it's like Christmas morning. Please do I not. I don't know. Tell Just me. Say, I don't know. Don't t- how? <laughs> why? Let's talk. Let's try this again, Danny. <laughs> when somebody says, I've got a great joke for you. And they say, why does Santa have three gardens? You say, why, Eric? So he can ho, ho, ho. Hey! <laughs> which of Santa's reindeer has bad manners? I don't know, Eric. Which? Rudolph. Uh, Rudolph. Oh, because he's rude. Rude. Love yep. that. What is the first thing elves learn in school? I don't know. The alphabet. Hey! There you go. What do you get when Santa goes down a chimney with a lit fire? I really want to guess this one, but I don't know what. Crisp Kringle. Hey, we need to make that into merch. <laughs> That's a good one. Crisp Kringle. Like him like hanging over like yeah, up yeah. the fire that hasn't been just put out. Just the feet. You just see the feet kind of dangling. Yeah. Crisp Kringle. Um, yeah. What, do you, <laughs> what do you call Santa when he has no money? I don't know, Eric. What? St. Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> what do snowmen eat for lunch? I don't know. What? Icebergers. Hey. All right. A couple more. These are good. Speaking of snowman, we have a great snowman shirt on our website. It says chillin' with the snowmies. That is a good one. Yeah, ChristmasCountdownShow.com. Yes. Check it out. Um, how does Rudolph know when Christmas is coming? I don't know. How? He looks at his calendar. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, what does Santa get if he gets stuck in a chimney? I don't know. What? Claustrophobic. <laughs> These are great. Those are good, right? These are all money. Yeah, those are all really good jokes. Are you proud of me for 
not you guessing. held back, and I'm proud of you. I really wanted. I'm glad you did. Guess I'm all very of glad each you and did. every one of them. This is called evolution. Yes, you're growing, Dan. I'm growing. I'm growing. Um, okay, here's another one. There is a website called personallucky.com, okay. and they do personalized gifts. And this is a really cool idea. You can get a personalized Merry Christmas cookie stamp Ooh. with your family name. Oh, that's amazing. It. So, like, you would just push this into your cookie dough, and it basically would say, you know, we wish you a Merry Christmas from the Petersons or the Jordans, yeah. whatever. Very cool. So, if you go to personallucky.com, you can see that. There's so much cool, like, Christmas merch oh, out yeah. there yeah. in the world. Sometimes I wonder why we don't sell more shirts, and then I see stuff like that, and I go, well, there's a lot of stuff to get. There's a lot of stuff out there. Um, all right, here's a cool idea. This is from craftyfun.com. They say, have your kids choose 15 old toys to put in their Santa bags. Ooh. These must be toys that are in good shape that other kids would want. And then you leave the bags under the tree at Christmas for Santa to take with him to fix up and replace with new toys. And it's a great way to declutter and teach about giving. That's really great. Which I think is very cool. I love that so much. Um, okay, here was the thing. This was from the account Cuddling Dogs. Okay. And it says, take your dog to a Christmas light show to make a core memory. And it shows like a dog. Oh my gosh. We don't even think a lot to bring our pets with us when we go like driving around looking right. at Christmas tree or Christmas lights. But dogs love that stuff. So that's it says really, bring really your dog. Cool. You know. Um, all right, couple more here. Dog on it. That's really cool. Oh, that was good. <laughs> uh, Christmas group therapy. This is a you know like one of those old Far Side cartoons. Uh, Christmas group therapy. The Santa says, "I don't believe in myself." The snowman says, "I think I'm bipolar." The reindeer says, all the other reindeer call me names. <laughs> and the elf says, I'm trapped in a dead-end job. <laughs> Someone needs to do like a TikTok about that. You know how you'll see like the same person where it's like, oh, oh doing this the different is, you know, voices. Yeah, closed yeah. Disney attractions anonymous yeah. or whatever. And they sort of like talk to each other yeah, in a room. Yeah. Yeah. Someone needs to do that. That's good. And by somebody, I mean yes. you. Yes. Um, all right. That was memes and things. <laughs> We had to sort of catch up because the we first had, one of the we'd season. Had a few. Yes, many, many more to come. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. Um, all right, Eric. It is time to get to Christmas news. Yes. Let's hit that track, Chris. We interrupt our program to bring you this Christmas news. Coming yes. to you live from outside of Santa's workshop. Yes. I don't know why I do that every single time. I feel like it's because I did it once, and now I feel like I have to do it over and over again. Probably. Because somebody out there in the world saw me do it once, or heard me do it once, and was like, they didn't do it this time. Anyway, True. I'll talk to that with my therapist later. <laughs> um, all right, so here is something that's very, very exciting. Yes. The 20th of October. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is like, I don't know if like all the media people and record labels and everyone got together and decided the 20th of October is the day this year we that we are going to launch all the holiday-related yeah. stuff. Because going through the news, there is so much happening on the 20th. And it's my anniversary. Really? Yeah. Aw. Yeah. That's why they're doing it. That's why. They heard it was your Annie. Sure, and yeah. they're like, how are we going to celebrate Eric and Lisa's Annie? <laughs> Let's release all these release things, all the Christmas, all the Christmas stuff. stuff there ever was, because they will love that sure. and they will yeah. appreciate that. Well, happy anniversary Thank to you. you and Lisa. Congrats! How many years? Seventeen, I think, ish, give or take. Seventeen, eighteen, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's just listen. Two thousand seven. <laughs> it was that. So that was wait, two thousand seven. So that yeah. would be sixteen, right? Is that sixteen? 
between know. 16 and 18. Yeah, somewhere in there. It might have been a leap year in there. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been together for like 20 years. Yeah, you guys are very in love. Yes, and the yes. numbers don't matter. That's right. It's just that you're together. Every day is is the the day number one. Every day is Christmas. That's right. There we go. Um, all right. So the 20th. The first thing that we need to talk about is Countdown to Christmas officially launches tomorrow yes. on the 20th. We're getting 31 new movies this holiday season. It is absolutely thrilling. And this first movie that they are coming out of the gates with this year, Eric. So good. I am so stoked about it. We talked about it earlier this week, and I'm excited to dive a little bit deeper into this film, check in yeah. it twice, because we love the title. Yes. Double pun. Yes. As Eric just shared in Memes and Things, anything that feels like a dad joke or super punny. We're in. In done. So you've got this journeyman hockey player, uh, Scott Briggs, who is traded to this team in Idaho. Was he demoted? I mean, it feels like he's you know his career's. It's not. It's not Boise. Idaho Falls is not Boise, ladies and gentlemen. He wants to get to Boise, but but he goes to Idaho Falls and ends up falling. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that was part of their plan with Falls because he fell for somebody in Falls. I mean, the title is checking it twice, so probably that's a good point. One thing that I love that they will do is the hockey team. They'll send two players who will go coach the local Pee Wee Hockey League teams, and the guy who normally does it. Gets called up to Boise, can't be there. Yeah. So who has to do it? Scotty Briggs. Scotty Briggs. I, I call him Scotty now. Like we're Scotty like, Briggs. Like, what I loved about it when I was watching it, uh, Eric and I were chatting about this off air the other day, is that at points, Scott's journey feels very similar to me. Uh, that The journey that Gordon Bombay goes on sure. in a movie that you and I grew up with. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Oh, you know, yeah. remember Gordon sort of like has to start coaching this kid's reluctantly, Pee-wee. Yeah. reluctantly yeah. like he was an ex-pro hockey player. This is a good one to watch with the husbands as well. A hundred boyfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. husbands and if, boyfriends. And if you if you're a millennial or I guess we're geriatric millennials is what they call us, which sure. is a little backhanded, but whatever. Um, you're gonna love this because it does feel a lot yeah. like like that vibe that we know and love. It's not all the film is about, but it, it was a great moment that I yeah. certainly loved. It's a great story. The the setting is stunning. Um, I absolutely love it. And and fun fact. Yes. So Kevin McGarry, yeah. who plays um, Scott yeah. Briggs, he is very popular with the hashtag Hardies. Oh, yeah. Well, what are the Hardies, though? You got to explain to people. So hashtag Hardies. These are people who are super fans of this show, this original series on Hallmark Channel called When Calls the Heart, which I think just had its uh, season finale. I did, yeah. And Kevin plays the Mountie. Yes. On that show. So people who love that, this is going to be a great one for you because you're going to get to see your boy, Kevin, yes. playing Scotty Briggs. And he's great um, in the film. So it, it's a must check out. And it is the film that officially kicks off yeah. uh, Countdown to Christmas on Friday night, October 20th. We're excited. You're getting 31 new movies this whole holiday season. Yeah. 31 movies. A lot to keep track of. Which ones did you watch? Which ones did you like? Which ones do you want to watch again? When is it re-airing? The good news is, is that Hallmark has their movie checklist app. The app. Yes. Which is amazing. You and I chatted about this last season. Obviously, we love lists. That, sure. That's what we do. And, and having this app where you you can not only get like a preview of sort of what's to come, but to keep track of ones that you yeah. want to watch. And what I love about the checklist app, I think this is my favorite feature on it, is the ability to write a review. So, you know, we all love getting our voices heard, sure. right? Um, so what I love is that if you love a movie and much like we chat about, you know, what we love about Checking It Twice, if you want to share what you love about Checking It Twice or any other Hallmark Channel movie, go download immediately the Hallmark uh, Movie Checklist app. Um, you can set reminders, all that sort yeah. of cool stuff that's going to make sure that you don't miss a single uh, festive movie this holiday season. Yeah. 
So I'm super right. excited about it. So that's that's the number one bit of yes. news that I needed to drop on for people October about 20th. the 20th. This next one, I got to sit up for because <laughs> this Danny's one... Very excited. Super excited. Uh, so this year, something very magical happened, Eric. It's something that we've been waiting for, frankly, for 20 years. All of us. All of us. With, the entire... bated breath. Bated breath. We've been waiting for a new track from our boys in, in sync. sync. And they did it. They it did, did it. They're they, back together. They're back. Well, that's what they're saying. Yeah. It's very sneaky. Like, are they together? Are they not Tell together? Tell me this. From watching the videos of Justin Timberlake with NSYNC, what do you... It, it, there is... There is... Tension? Tension yeah. and chemistry crackling in those videos. Yeah. Like, you can see... That Justin is like, hey, guys, I'm here, and I'm helping you out. Look at me. I'm a big, huge superstar, and I'm back with my boys. Yeah. And there's a little bit of, like, resentment or rage from Joey and Chris, yeah. seemingly. Lance seems to be like, hey, I'm good. Like Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Like, we're back I'm together. I'm the bass. You know, I didn't <laughs> yeah, sing very absolutely. much of these songs anyway. And so. JC seems kind of like, I, I've had an okay career yeah. outside of this. So if we're doing it, great. If not, whatever. But, like, you can see, like, it's a very... It's, yeah, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in like what those actual conversations are like. Me too. Yeah, and like if they do go back out on tour, are they just going to go as in sync, or are they going to go as like Justin Timberlake with in sync? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, let's let's bring this back to Christmas. Yes. So what has happened is they are releasing the in sync Christmas album, Home for Christmas, on vinyl, and Target is doing because Target does this thing which they have I like love. exclusives. Yeah. They'll get exclusives where it's like a special color variant yeah, yeah. of the vinyl. Like I have a Beach Boys one in orange. I have uh, a Queen one that's like marbly red. Well they are doing the in sync one in Christmas tree green. It's and it looks really it nice. It looks stunning. So they they opened it up for pre sale through the Target app and Target.com and it sold out. So did you get in? No. Oh no. So one of our amazing, you know, fans uh, sent us uh, Katrina sent us a message and was like, "Hey guys, like it's available for sale." I immediately went to Target.com, sold yeah. out. And so I was like, "Do I have to go to Target at like 8 a.m. like a sneakerhead on the 20th yeah. and like be there like open open and like be sprinting to like back to like the electronics section and buy this album? I don't know." Um, so I'm very excited. That that is dropping um, October thrilling. 20th. October 20th. So yeah. if you are obsessed with us, or obsessed with us, if you're obsessed with us, send me <laughs> send me a, a copy send of the Insync album. But if you're obsessed with Insync, it is coming. So make sure you check that at Target on the 20th. So lots of exciting stuff. There, yes. There's so much Christmas stuff happening on the 20th. We can't cover it all yeah. in this episode. But just Google Christmas news and, and you'll see what is happening. So lots lots of fun stuff. Lots of merry stuff. Uh, speaking of merry stuff. I think Chris has a, a game for us. I love a game. Let's do it, Chris. What you got for us, Chris? Hello. We have a new game. And before you get started, everyone listening at home, if you listen to previous seasons, we are going to play the game you like. I promise. I promise. <laughs> Just give me some time. Have you been getting messages? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of I messages. promise we'll play it. It's going to be great. But we're playing a new game today. This one's called Opposite Day. Mm, okay. I fun. think it's going to be a fun one. I went ahead and rewrote the synopsis for some popular Christmas movies, but since it's Opposite Day... I wrote them as the opposite of the actual movie. Oh, Your job will be to guess which movie the opposite synopsis is based on. I'll read the synopsis, and if you know it, just audibly let people know that you uh, sure. have an idea, and then we'll see if you're right or not. But All right. I think it'll be pretty fun. Can I propose a, a different title for this game? Synopsis. <laughs> synopsis. Let it marinate. Just let it marinate. That's actually yeah. pretty good. Thank you. 
You okay. didn't want to like is, it. This is like, <laughs> okay, sure. As long as you don't ruin any of my jokes, then we're fine. I would never do that. <laughs> Oh, so let's go ahead. This is, this is jokes. <laughs> Never. <laughs> this is the first one. Here we go. A composed father, played by a serene actor, peacefully fulfills his son's wish for a readily available toy on a tranquil Christmas Eve. Oh, ding, ding, ding! Jingle, jingle, jingle all the way. Wait, I jingled in first. I thought you were. I thought the, you were the saying the it was jingle, jingle. <laughs> no, jingle all the way. No, a Christmas all the way story. Is right. Good job, Eric. Oh, dang it. <laughs> but you didn't ding in. All right. What are the rules here? He said just audibly. Oh, uh, oh sorry. I didn't it. listen to that part. I was just too busy thinking about ruining the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the next one. Let's right. keep it moving. A creature without any particular motives finds himself observing ding, Christmas festivities. Ding, ding, The Grinch. Okay. The Grinch is correct. Wow. Creature. I'll finish it up yeah. just for people listening at home. He finds himself observing Christmas festivities from a distance, peacefully coexisting without any disruptive plans or change of heart. <laughs> peacefully coexisting. <laughs> See, the creature part threw me off because I thought it had to be the opposite of a creature. This is what I mean, like if, if it was the opposite, then it'd be that all be like Halloween games and stuff and they'd all be on Mars and stuff. So I yeah. had to draw the line somewhere. OK, copy that. So here's the next one set in the future. A young boy has no desire for gifts and seeks to avoid all celebrations, leading to a series of dull and uneventful days as he convinces his parents that holidays are unnecessary. Uh, ding, ding. Okay. Christmas story? That's right. Dang. This is good. Yeah. This is like your version of the backwards yeah, Christmas yeah. songs. Yes. Because I'm like, I, he's talking. I'm like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm so in my head about like everything he says has to be the opposite. Sure. But it feels like I'm getting too granular with this. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are, Danny. <laughs> Moving on, here's the next one. We have three left. A remarkably organized patriarch effortlessly orchestrates a flawless family ding, Christmas ding, 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 without ding. a single mishap. A Christmas, uh, Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation is correct. Yes. yes. I'm on the board. Now I can relax. <laughs> <laughs> here's the next one. A misanthropic human who despises the holiday season, goes on a mission to sabotage Christmas in New York City, ding, spreading ding. gloom and discouragement wherever they venture. Elf. Elf is correct. Nicely done. And the last one, a content and fulfilled man decides to embrace despair on Christmas Eve, <laughs> causing a chain of negative consequences that lead him to resent his life and community. I actually know this one, but you raised your what hand you first. Uh, Christmas Carol. No, it's not a Christmas no. Carol. It's um, uh, a Wonderful Life. It is a Wonderful Life. Yes! Which is a version of Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Who's getting granular That's now, right. baby? That's true. That, was <laughs> that was fun. Good. I like that. That made my brain work. Chris, we got to do that again. That yeah, was a that good, was super fun. Game. Chris, I want to give it up to you. You come up with the best games. Like, I'd say... 95% of the games that we do here on Christmas Countdown, on Disney Countdown, all the Countdown Network shows come from Chris's mind. Not just like the concept, but he writes all of this stuff, um, yeah. which is amazing. So thank you, Chris, for doing that. I love it. No problem. All right, folks. It's Countdown time, baby. Let's get to it. All righty, folks. So this is the top 10 classic Christmas songs released pre 1980. Yes. Uh, this is going to be five through one, as and as we always do, we'll remind you of what our 10 through six was. Uh, I had Bing Crosby, White Christmas at 10. Aretha Franklin, Winter Wonderland at nine. The Carpenters, There's No Place Like Home for the Holidays, and Merry Christmas, Darling at eight. Uh, Dean Martin, Baby, It's Cold Outside at seven. And at six, I had Doris Day's version of a Christmas song and Peggy Lee's version of a Christmas waltz. Mm. All right, here we go. Number five. I'm shocked. 
shocked that I have this at five. It should be higher? Should be higher. Okay. Like as closer to one or closer, closer to ten? Closer to one. Okay. Closer to one. Uh, I don't even know how this, but this is the list. I got to go with what where I want. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Darlene Love, Christmas Baby. Please Whoa. I, that's shocking because that has been number one in many a list for me. You love that song. I love that song so Great much. Great song, yeah. Um, it came out in 1963. Uh, obviously on the uh, Phil Spector Christmas album. Yes. Uh, the wall of sound that Phil Spector used to do. Uh, you got those awesome chimes at the beginning. Those I got to figure out what is, if anybody knows, it's chimes, I think, is technically the like, the like high pitched kind of that like sort of dangle fairy. Yeah, yeah. Like that sound. But what are they called? The sort of like long, you know what I'm saying? That's like, dung, I think dung, they're like a type dung, of chime, dung. like an organ chime. Yeah. But Maybe if anybody knows exactly what those are called, I love those and I want okay. what they're called. Um, so it's, it's got those, you know, chimes at the beginning. You got that amazing saxophone solo uh, in the middle there. Now, one of the things that's kind of interesting about uh, the song, and I think it's a charming part of it. As I was listening to it the other day, it almost sounds like it's recorded in the room next to you. Like it has a sort of like dampened feeling to it or something Okay. where, and when I thought about it and I don't think this was on purpose, I think it's just, it was an old recording Yeah. is that I thought it kind of makes me feel like there's a party in the next room and mm. I want to go over there. Like it sort of is like calling me. I don't know. Yeah. The whole song has a sort of like just slightly muted feel because it's big and brash. I mean, yeah. it's a big rock and roll tune, but like the production of it almost makes it seem like it's, um, do you think it's supposed to play like she's maybe calling that person, like "Baby, please come home"? Yeah, that's and what she's I'm saying. Singing, performing this song like through a, an old like receiver on a phone, possibly. I don't know. Possibly. Um, very cool. We've talked about this before, but Darlene Love performed it on the David Letterman show for 29 years. That's wild. She started in 1986, and then uh, Dave would bring her back every single uh, year, which is awesome. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to tell you about it. Uh, in December 2010, Rolling Stone magazine ranked Christmas Baby, Please Come Home first on its list of the greatest rock and roll Christmas songs. Wow. Last thing about this. Apparently, in 1963, Phil Spector decided that the song was strong enough to warrant a non-seasonal version, and he wrote a version called Johnny, Baby, Please Come Home, which Darlene Love also performed. Really? Yeah. I did not know so that. So we'll have to see if we can track down... Johnny, baby, please come home. It's like the reverse of Love Actually. Yes. It's like, this is a great yeah. Christmas song. Now let's just make, now it, let's make secular. it not a Christmas yeah. song. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So let's listen to a little bit of Christmas, baby, please come home from Darlene Love. So good. I don't know how it landed at five. Do you know who one of the background singers is on that? I do. Who? Cher. Nicely done. Cher. She was 17 years old. Crazy, right? Isn't that wild? Yeah. Which is why she put it on her new Christmas album. That's right. That she's really seen, and That's Darlene right. Love is on it, yeah. which is so cool. Um, all right. So recapping my 10 through five at number 10, I had It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas by Perry Como and the Fontaine Sisters with 
Mitchell Ayers and his orchestra. And number nine, Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Number eight, I'll Be Home for Christmas by Bing Crosby. Number seven, Run Rudolph Run by Chuck Berry. And at number six, I had Sleigh Ride by Ella Fitzgerald. Um, Coming in at number five for me, this is one that, you know, it was wild to me that when we did like our top 10 favorite Christmas songs of all time back in season one, that none of neither of us included it on our list. But then I think I had it on like my favorite songs for a Christmas party. Sure. To me, this song signals like it is the it is the beacon. I know we talk about like songs that be like, oh, Christmas is here. Christmas is coming. Like to me, this feels like it should be like the anthem that like Christmas is here. Okay. Like, I think we talked about this in the past, like you're sort of like walking down the road and like you can sort of like Christmas town is in the distance and like you faintly hear a song playing that gets like louder and louder. And this is the one. one. Okay. And that song is It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. It's pretty good. By Andy Williams. It, to me, like it just, it, like the way it builds up the dun, 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 like it just feels like an introduction. Like it's setting you up. For the season, uh, the show, the show, the song was originally released back in 1963, but it was actually introduced to the world on the Christmas episode of the Andy Williams show in 1962. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah, pretty cool, right? It also has been uh, selected as the theme song for the Christmas Seals four times over the years in 1968, 76, 2009, and 2012. And what I love about so many of these classic Christmas songs is that they almost feel like they have gained momentum as time has gone by. And I've been thinking a lot about that. Like, why is that? That like these songs that like we, our generation think of being like the Christmas hits. When you look at like where they peaked when they were released, it was like number 65, number 42, like the peak uh, position for this song in the billboard hot 100 was number five. And that happened in 2020. Yeah. Three years ago crazy so i just love like I, I think it's just do you think it's because there's um more like radio stations playing christmas mm-hmm. music and doing it earlier and earlier you know i've been i've been asking this question there's a couple of these like christmas baby please come home didn't try right. high until 2021 or something like that yeah i think that for a lot of us um who are consuming now like movies tv you know music we are are nostalgic yes and we want to hear those songs that we remember our parents playing be it the carpenters be it andy williams darlene love whatever it is and so i think now that we are the ones who are listening to spotify where things are being tracked all the time i think we're driving a lot of the charts yeah you know to an extent and i think christmas uh, this is what i sort of like the conclusion i came to is that we like christmas to feel a little old yeah right yeah. And the new songs that come new out. New toys, old music. New toys, old music. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's something about the nostalgia, right? And nostalgia isn't recent. Nostalgia no. is in the past. And these songs, I think, are super nostalgic for us. And they remind us of a time that was pre all the information. It was just yes. like you a song came out on the radio and you listened to it. And that's all you sort of knew, right? Yeah. And it seems simpler. I think we, we yearn for simplicity in a lot of respects. And I think these songs like, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year remind us of that. So uh, I've got it at number five, most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams. Let's take a little listen. It's the most wonderful time of the year. 
With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. It's here. It is here. It's here. Christmas is here. I love it. It goes. I, you know, Andy Williams. Us. I have a Andy Williams uh, gripe. I was listening uh, as I was driving in today. He has the song um, "Happy Holidays." Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yes. Happy holidays. And in that song, he says that Santa's coming at the stroke of midnight. Mm. And I was like, Andy Williams, what are you doing, man? If you're given the exact arrival time, <laughs> that is not okay. <laughs> Children will find him. Spoiler alert. Crazy. And that's my number five. I love it. Very good song. Um, all right, my number four. Ooh, this is a tasty. Tasty morsel. A little nugget. Um, and I'll be honest, this is like tied for my favorite version of this particular song. Okay. You and I both love the Sinatra version of oh, this song. I, maybe I know where you're going? Yeah, I think you do. Okay. But I'm going to go with Judy Garland's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Judy. Number four for me. So this song came out uh, in 1944. Okay. It's from the film Meet Me in St. Louis. Uh I also really associate it with the movie Family Stone, which yeah. I love that movie. And there's that moment that is sort of the Christmas Eve night. The middle sister is just kind of like watching it because her husband's not come home yet. And she's right. kind of crying. She got her daughter on her lap. And Craig T. Nelson's like, are you, you okay, sweetie? And she's like, yeah, just missing my hubby. you know. Mm. And so I just feel like this song has such a longing and such a, a sort of quiet and you know how i love hashtag sad christmas you, you know? do uh there what i like about it is especially in judy garland's version there seems to be this kind of like push and pull hmm. where i feel like the music stays in tempo okay and for me it's almost like it's two or three clicks too fast hmm. and i feel like for judy garland it's two or three clicks the too music fast. is the too music oh, is. okay and i there's this feel that she's wanting to be like no no slow down I'm I'm sad. And so like this push and pull of the mm. music kind of pushing her, but then she'll kind of like drag it back and then it will, you know, have a little bit of a slowdown. It it's just so beautiful musically how the band works with her. Um Do you think that was intentional? Where like I do. we feel like we're chasing like Chris we want Christmas to slow down. I do. I don't think it's necessarily about like wanting Christmas to slow down, but I think it's that feeling of like wanting that reaching feeling mm. for, you know, have yourself, you know, trying to get somebody home. The longing. Right, the longing. Because mm. the song is all about, um, in the film, it's because uh, the father has gotten a big job promotion to go to New York City. And so she's singing to her siblings, kind of saying like, she's almost singing as if she's away, mm. uh, but she's being the voice of her father. So I think it just has that really like longing feeling of wanting the best for the people that you love. And you're going to try to get there in time. Mm. And if you don't, you're going to still send, you know, good wishes and prayers and love. Right. So let's listen to just a little bit of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Next year will be out of sight 
next year all our troubles will be miles away. It's tasty. It's really good. You said it was tasty. It's a morsel. Tasty morsel. You were right. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like we don't give Judy, you know, much like in part one, we talked about Perry Como not getting sure. a lot of love on the show. I feel like Judy, we ha- historically haven't get enough love. chatted about her. And I feel like whenever we talk about Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, we'll get a lot of messages from people saying like, what about Judy's version? Yeah. What about Judy's? Well, well, there you go. Yeah. But also, I think that, you know, there's something about Judy Garland, and especially if you know anything about her personal life. Yeah. You know, she was a child star and the expectations after Wizard of Oz, and she still was a big star, but I think she was always sort of wrestling with, like, what her place in the world was. And so she has that, like, fragile part to her voice that feels a little shaky Mm. that you just want to be like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay, Judy. You're okay, you know? Yeah. And they're, especially paired with this song, just has that kind of like, you just want to reach through the speakers and just like hug her and say, it's going to be okay. Did you see the play, which was kind of a musical-ish, End of the Rainbow? I did not. It was it was on Broadway a few years ago, and it's about, about her, yeah. It's about Judy Garland. Yeah. I, I learned so much about her in that show that I didn't know. Like, I didn't know that she was basically like broke yeah. at the end of her life, and like yeah. Frank Sinatra paid... For her funeral and yeah. you know all that stuff. It's yeah. just so sad, you know. Like, Did I? I have a great story that's not about Judy Garland, but it's okay. about her daughter. Okay. I was. This was uh, Liza with a Z. Yeah, no, Liza, Liza with, with a Z. Z. Okay. Uh, we were at a open call for some Broadway show. This is back when I like had no Broadway credits. I was just like going to open calls and stuff. Yeah. And it was me and a couple other people I knew. We were at Chelsea Studios, and we were like kind of down the hall in one of the last rooms. And we're like kind of sitting there waiting to go in for our turn or whatever. And we hear a pair of heels coming down the hallway, which is not uncommon. There's girls auditioning in heels all the time. Right. But the cadence of the walking was odd. It was like, clip, 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 like so odd right and i remember saying that sounds like eliza minnelli walking down the hallway and literally a second later eliza minnelli came around the corner she was like do you guys know where room 4b is (laughs) and i was like um it's down that way and i was like how could i tell that it was eliza minnelli from just the, it was that way that she was like clipping down the. Had you met her before you never walk her you just like you had a sense that that was the way eliza minnelli would walk yeah that's I amazing. said it as a joke, and then it was actually, and it her. was true. It was funny because it's true. Yeah. So that say, was my number four. Great selection. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. All right. So my number four mm-hmm. is going to be songs by an artist. Okay, that's fair. You I know, have to, I have to give a little bit. I, you yeah, know, because there were a few times that I was like, sure. all right, um, and I know I said in part one that Dean Martin mm-hmm. wasn't on my list. Sure. Or I didn't have a song by Dean Martin sure. on my list. Well, I got some songs by <laughs> Dean Martin I like on my list. You know, I you know me, our listeners who've been around since the early days, or even people who've gone back and listened to the early episodes, you know that Dean Martin is one of my favorite artists of all time. Yes. Not just for Christmas music, like everything about like his swagger. He, in my opinion, was an underrated actor and could dance. Like sure, the guy yeah. could hoof as well. Yeah. You go back and you look up some of these old movies that he was in with Jerry Lewis. Sure. Um, He's a mover. He, he could move. He yeah. could shake. He could tap dance. Um, but then, you know, we know him as like this crooner. Once he joined forces with Frank and Sammy and Joey and Peter and they became the Rat Pack. Yeah. That's where this like persona of like this loungy sort of croons yep. baby, you know. And, and his Christmas music, I believe, captures that crooning 
and in swoonin oh yeah vibe yeah. best you know i to pick one would be impossible for me because i love him so much um so i love silver bells i think mm. silver bells so good honestly like i feel like silver bells is an underrated christmas song yes in general like when you listen to it whether it's him or bing whoever's doing it like it just it has this essence about it that's so beautiful and just the idea of these silver bells mm -hmm. just ringing and letting you know that it's Christmas, Christmas time in the time city is, yeah. is beautiful. Uh, he does a great job on Winter Wonderland um, and then he has another great track he does and rather than maybe having Chris play the track, mm -hmm. I, wanted, I wanted Dean to be able to sing it for Let's himself. So, Let's so I actually got Dean Martin um, you got him right there. Well, wow, look join at this. Us. Uh, Dean Martin, friends, uh, is joining us here in studio today. You, were, you may remember Dean making a guest appearance season one yes. on Christmas Countdown Show. I decided Dean, he wanted to come back. <clears throat> sure. He's been sending us letters on Instagram. He's got the nice uh, Christmas scarf on. He's dressed so, so sweetly. Now, if you remember. He didn't story, work. Well, he sings. Sure. But his mouth doesn't move. His mouth move. doesn't move, right. So this was a gift from my father yes. for Christmas a few years ago. And uh, when I played it for the first time and the mouth did, nobody goes, what? The mouth doesn't work? I was like, Dad, it wasn't in a box. Like, you didn't press the button <laughs> for it. He gave it to me. So anyway, I, I want to I share a little Dino. Sure. And uh, that song is going to be Let It Snow. Okay. So uh, take it away, Dino. His head moves, though. That's nice. That is pretty good. Anyway, that's a little uh, "Let It Snow" by uh, by Dino Crescetti, as as he was. Oh, is that his real name? His real name was Dino Crescetti. I didn't know that. From Steubenville, Ohio. I knew that. I knew he was from Ohio, but yeah. I didn't know that he had a different last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I just you can't go wrong with Dean at the holidays, in my opinion. I agree. So that's agree. an amalgamation coming in at my number four. Love it. Uh, all right, my number three. Oh, golly, I love this song so much. Um, this is going to be Bruce Springsteen's Ooh. Santa Claus is Coming to Town, 1978. Snuck it in right just the under cusp, the wire, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is pre-1980. Uh, okay, this is the live version of uh, Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus is Coming to Town. It's recorded on December 12th, 1975 mm. at CW Post College in Brookville, New York. Oh, wow. And interesting, uh, it was... It was recorded by record plant engineers Jimmy Iovine and Tom Penizio. Oh wow! But Jimmy Iovine like be went on to become obviously a huge force. Interscope Records, yeah. right? And, and like discovered Eminem uh, and like a lot of people. Yeah, yeah he's a legend. Big deal. Um, so in the live version, it's just so good because we know that Springsteen puts on an amazing live show, right? Oh yeah, talks to the audience a lot. But this thing, how it starts, and he goes, um, "Hey band." Hey, band, you know what time it is? <laughs> and like they all kind of like mumble, and he's like, Oh, yeah, it's Christmas time. And then he talks to Clarence, who plays the saxophone. He's like, Clarence, you've been good. You got a new saxophone. <laughs> it's just, I, it's so like imagining this happening at a rock concert. And in yes. 1975, Bruce Springsteen was like the coolest of the cool. He was the like, boss. he wasn't yeah. like a grant, like that grandpa that you love, or even a dad you love. He was like, the cool is like Harry Styles, you know, like he, he had was the leather jacket. Did he yeah. do a leather jacket? Was that him? Yeah, or he am I thinking of um, George Michael? George Michael had the leather okay. jacket you're probably thinking of. Yeah. But so, I mean, he was like super cool. And the thought that he would play a Christmas song at, and it's Santa Claus is coming to town, you know, as at the height of his 
coolness yeah. I just think is so awesome. And then he says to the crowd, he's like, um, how about you? Everybody been good? And then he says, oh, that's not many. Not that's many. not many. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I laugh every single time. And, and as does Bruce. Um, this song builds in such an amazing way. You got Max Weinberg. And the only reason I know that the drummer's name is Max Weinberg. Do you know who he is? Yeah, he was. He led Conan O'Brien's Conan. band. Yeah, yeah, which I still think is the coolest thing yeah. of like two separate acts of your life to have right. be like I did years on the road with Bruce Springsteen. Then I was like the leader of a band for a late night show for ten years or whatever. So cool. Yeah. Um, so you know his drums come in slowly and dramatically, but then they build and they build. It's just such great rock and roll fun when you get to hear Clarence's low voice be like, better be good for goodness sake. It's so good. And and you can hear Springsteen laughing the whole time. And then that saxophone solo comes in. It's so great. And what I think is really cool is that he still plays it. If he's playing a gig after November 1st through the end of December, he plays that song. Oh, does he really? Yeah. That's amazing. Which I think is really cool. So let's listen to a a little bit of uh, the boss's Santa Claus is coming back. And you better watch out. You better not try. You better not fall. I'm telling you what. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. He's checking it. It's, so it's good. got a little bit of like his voice in in that recording feels a little bit like Neil Diamond. Sure, yeah. At times, like that growly, yeah, yeah. You know, sherry, sherry, yeah, like yeah. sort of vibe. But I, but I love it. It's so. Good. I feel like that was like there was a lot of that growl in like the sixties and yeah, 70s late seventies rock. Yeah. Uh, isn't he going on tour or he like canceled his tour or delayed his tour or something like that? I don't know. I feel like he is was supposed to be on tour. He's about to be on tour. Anyway, we'll cover that in our next Christmas news sure. segment because if it's around the holidays, sure, yeah, yeah. then you know you're going to get to hear True. that song. Uh, amazing selection. All right, so this one, and let's be honest, to try to slot these songs we're talking about anywhere one through five, like these could all be, yeah. these are legends. These yeah. are icons. Um, and you, I, I think this song's going to pop up on your list. You're probably going to be like, Danny, how in the world can you put oh, this in gosh. number three? And that song is the Christmas song oh. <gasps> by Nat King Cole. Three? I know. I know. It was hard. This is what happens when we make these lists, you know? And I'm sure there are people out there who are like, how dare you? That's blasphemous. I'm sure there's someone sitting in their car on the train right now. Someone sitting across from you. in a chair very close. Blasphemous. How dare you? But, you know, to me, you know, you talked about Tasty. Yeah. With Judy Garland's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. To me, this is one of the most delicious and not just because there's chestnuts roasting on an sure. open fire and Jack Nis- you know, Jack Frost nipping at your nose. There's just something about the strings mm-hmm. in this song, which is interesting because I was doing a little research into the history of this song. So it was originally written in 1945 by Robert Wells and Mel Torme, mm-hmm. of all people. And Nat first recorded it in 1946 with the Nat King Cole trio. Uh, and then he recorded it again a couple months later, and he added a little small string section to it because in the original version, the strings weren't no there, strings. which is wild because when you think of this song, the Christmas song, 
you think of the strings at the top of it um and then he recorded it again in 1953 using uh the same arrangement but with a full orchestra that was arranged and conducted by nelson riddle and then he recorded it again in 1961 with ralph carmichael as the conductor and arranger now that is the version that we the know the, the one, one yeah, that sure. when you hear it on the radio when you yeah. hear it in a movie like at the beginning of prep and landing or wherever you sort of hear it that's the version um that we know and real fun fact is back in 2022 which was so long ago um the library of congress selected that recording specifically for preservation nice. in the united states national recording registry as being culturally hist- culturally historically and aesthetically significant which i thought was so cool um when I think of this song, I think of warmth. Yeah. I just think of being comforted. Um, even though I've never roasted chestnuts on an open fire, I don't even think I've ever seen anyone roast chestnuts on an open fire. But for some reason, the way the song is written, the way that Nat performs it, the orchestrations makes me feel like I've roasted chestnuts on an open fire thousands of times in my life. And now I get to do it. Yeah. All over again this holiday season. Um, to me, it is, it just, it's one of the coziest songs of the holiday season. Um, and that's why I got a number three. Let's take a little listen, but not too much because sure. I have a feeling you might be hearing we it. We may again. hear from it again soon. Yes. Let's take a little, let's just hear the strings maybe sure, at the beginning sure. of the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Chestnuts roasting. So good. I feel warm and toasty. Yes. Yes, yeah. indeed. There are more, more on that coming more soon. That yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. Obviously, that's a, a spectacular choice. Um, <laughs> uh, my, my number two, I think, is going to shock you. I think that if I gave you 100 guesses, I don't think you would I would never this. get it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a Sinatra song, so that's not okay. a surprise. It's the first Noel. The first Ooh. Noel. Right? 1957. Off yeah. the famous Frank Sinatra Christmas album. It's such a sweet song. And I, w- I kind of went back and forth between this and like Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Yeah. It's hearing Frank sing those classic hymns mm. and he doesn't do much to them. He doesn't try to make them swing. He's very respectful of like the song. And what it makes me think of when I listen to it is it's just so sweet and soft and you have that as we talked about in the last episode where he sings the first verse and then a choir comes in and then he comes in and closes it out so you have that whole thing happening and you have this string line that's like kind of running counterpoint underneath what he's singing and what i love about that choir coming in is that it feels to me like christmas eve service because it goes the it starts a small choir like just the women and then the women and the men and then a full full choir and then it goes a cappella hmm. and it just feels like for me that Christmas Eve service of when you start lighting the candles and you sing the hymns and everything right. like that and you do one of the verses of Silent Night a cappella and it just always has that feeling of like this is Christmas like hmm. this is what it's really about so Frank's version of this song is just so as we said tasty and respectful and it makes me feel like the deep deep part of christmas yeah um and so let's listen to a little bit of uh the first noel by frank sinatra the first noel the angels did say was to certain poor shepherds 
tempted to talk about it in this countdown really but knowing that we're doing hymns and carols later on i was like i think i'm gonna stash that sure 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 potentially for later on i just you you talk about like him not swinging yeah in the songs like it's just there's simplicity in the recording of so many of the christmas tracks that frank does from the beginning of have yourself a merry little christmas which just his voice and nothing else like and his voice has the ability to do that yeah is he to not be. need music behind it for it to shine yeah. or it to work. So amazing, amazing selection. All right. This next one, I'm going to go a little bit more upbeat. And by a little bit right. more, I mean a lot more <laughs> okay. upbeat. Uh, this song, I mean, it is one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. Not just pre-1980. Like this song, to me, it just it, it encapsulates a time that like, you know, if someone had asked me, like, if you could live in any decade, which one would you choose that you didn't get to live in? Yeah. I would choose the 50s. Sure. I love the cars. I love the fashion. I love the music. I love the idea of, like, sock hops mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. It's why Poodle I love skirts the, and all that. Yeah, I love, you know, Back to the Future is one yeah. of my, the original is one of my favorite movies of all time because the enchantment under the sea dance and just, you know, obviously I think socially there were things going on that, like, weren't great sure but when i think about like the music and the the movies and the style like and the cars like i just have always felt connected to the 50s and this song to me just encapsulates the vibe okay of the 50s and that song is rocking around the christmas tree you love brenda lee i love that song so so much when i was doing some additional research into it this time around i learned something new about this song that i did not know and that is, would you believe that Brenda, when it was released in 1958, um, she was 13 years old. Wow. I always assumed that she was like, I, I assume she was young, <laughs> yeah. but like maybe, maybe like 18, 19 years old. But it's wild to me that she was 13. And I learned that she also had a nickname. They called her Little Miss Dynamite hmm. because she was four foot nine. Wow. Very These things I did not know very little. about Brenda Lee. Sure. I knew very little about Brenda Lee, it appears, but I just, I love the vibe, that saxophone solo in this song. Yeah. Like, if you're anything like me, I've been trying to come up with like a perfect, like reel for us to play that incorporates just that saxophone solo yeah. of that song. Because like, I think when I was a kid up until this day, I've always imagined me Yes. As the saxophone player. It might have been the reason why I took up saxophone sure. in junior high for all I know. I don't know. It just it just feels like a party. Yeah. And I always dreamed of like, imagine being so good at the saxophone that you could walk into a Christmas party and people are like, hey, you play a little something? You'd be like, yeah. let me just see if I still got it here. Yeah. Um, and I actually did play the saxophone at a Christmas party once for my family once, but it was not this song. It was Old King Wenceslas. Sure. So not nearly as cool, not nearly as peppy. But to me, like, this song just encapsulates the party, the lightness, the joy of the holiday season. And I will forever 
associated with Kevin McAllister. Absolutely. Dancing around in his living room with Michael Jordan <laughs> when Harry and Marv pull up. So let's uh, let's take a little listen to Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Rockin' around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe home where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rockin' around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit bring. It is. It, you, it is interesting, though. I feel like I can't not picture the scene from Home Alone when I hear it. With him with the strings yeah, yeah, in his hand yeah. doing like that. It's like all I can picture. I, I try to remove that part from my mind, but it's it's ingrained. That's what I've learned in these countdowns is that like I feel like my top ten is like the Home Alone <laughs> soundtrack, soundtrack <laughs> basically. That's all right, though. Yeah. That's all right. You love what you love. Um, all right, so we are to the last one for me. Uh, my number one, which obviously I think you know where I was going with this from uh, what Danny had said earlier, uh, is going to be Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song, 1961. Uh, everything that Danny said is true. The strings coming in at the beginning is just so great. The way that he's playing, I don't know if he's playing an organ or a piano, but mm. it feels like the keys feel so round. Like it, it, the, the, it, the sound is round, which is really cool. And the bass sounds a little bit also from Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. The bass sounds like it's in the room next door. It has mm. a little bit of a muted sense to it, which is awesome. I love the way – I don't know that anybody is better than Nat King Cole of like wrapping his voice around words. You know, mm. the way that he says – Eskimos. Yes. I mean, like, there's so, there's like 17 syllables when he says it, yes. you know, because he just adds such like a beautiful wrapping around of that, like, honey voice. Uh, it's so great. And I just feel like he, it feels as if he's singing a lullaby to like the whole world mm. as he's singing it. And as, as you go to listen to this again, whether it's in this next, you know, moment when we play a little clip of it, or if you listen to it after we're finished here. Listen to it in the car or something and turn it really loud. Make mm. it really loud where you can feel that bass and you can feel his voice just kind of envelop you. And it, I promise you, it will feel like a warm hug. Yeah. But you got to turn it up. So let's feel- listen to a little bit of uh, the Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos. So great. Yeah. Have you ever listened to it on vinyl? Uh, yeah, I have it on vinyl. And like, do you really pick up on the bass? Because yeah. like, when I think of listening to the song, because I don't have it on vinyl, I almost bought it last year, yeah. but kicking myself, I didn't. I feel like when you listen to songs on vinyl with headphones in, that's where you can really hear, oh, yeah. pick an instrument and be yeah. like, I'm only listening to the the bass yeah and you can f- hear you the can, fingers like, hear the fingers yeah it's uh, cool. now i want to get yeah. it on vinyl and, and listen it. to it this holiday season so you know wifey if you're listening <laughs> no pressure but i would like it so before i reveal my number one did want to remind you guys to rate and review the show wherever you are listening uh if you are not subscribing already uh, please make sure did i say subscribe or say scribe i don't know what i just said did i say subscribe yeah. all right whatever i said subscribe <laughs> 
I'm tired. Uh, wherever you are listening, whether it be on Spotify, on Apple, please make sure you subscribe to the show. Follow us at Christmas Countdown Show on all the social media channels. And if you love what you're hearing and you want to hear even more content, you want five more additional songs mm-hmm. that Eric and I love, uh, click the link in the episode notes. That'll get you to our Patreon, or you can just go to patreon.com and look up Christmas Countdown Show, and you can become a member of the Christmas Countdown crew. Mm. We would love to have you join us. Uh, all right, I'm going to wrap this up uh, with Frank Sinatra. Good. I mean, nobody's nobody's Good. shocked here. If you no. know us, if you know me, you know we love the Rat Pack. You know we love Sinatra so, so much. Um, I, I do want to shout out his version of Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow with the mm-hmm. B. Swanson Quartet mm-hmm. is such a beautiful song. But I already yeah. talked about Let It Snow earlier. So I want to specifically call out Have Yourself, A Merry yeah. Little Christmas. Um, I talked about it a few moments ago, like when Frank at the top of that song it's just silence with the exception of his him voice yeah coming in and i like to like envision what the mood was like in the studio what people were people just waiting like was he standing at the microphone and yeah. everyone's just dead silent from the booth watching frank and he's like have yourself and he stamps yeah. up to the microphone and everyone's like with bated breath like waiting for it to waiting hear to his start. voice yeah. come through and then he goes have. it's just like it it feels like he's breathing out yeah something yeah in that moment like he's just been thinking about something and now he's releasing that thought and his thought is i want you to have yourself a merry little christmas yeah. i want your heart to be light. Um, I think that's what we all aspire to feel right at the holiday Mm -hmm. season, which is what we love so much about the show and all the fans who listen to the show and, and just being able to be a part of the Christmas season. That is that it is a time for our hearts to be light. Yeah. And yes, there can be so much going on in the world that wants to pull us down or distract us from all the beautiful things in our life. But I feel like when we listen to songs like this, it is a chance for three minutes to take a breath and to relax and to think of what the holiday season is capable of doing to your heart yeah. and capable of doing to your mind because it did it before and it can do it again. And for me, this song, because of the way it's recorded, because of Frank's voice on it, because of the message on it, it always slows me down and helps me to sink firmly into the present moment in the season. And I hope it does the same for all of you. Um, as well. So before we have Chris play a little track, I do want to let you guys know that we are putting all of these songs up on a Spotify playlist. So if you're like, I want to listen to all these tracks, that link will be in the episode notes as well. So you can listen to songs like this and all the other great ones that Eric and I have shared here over the last week. Um, so let's take a little listen to Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Frank Sinatra and then we'll, we'll wrap this baby up. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light From now on Our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Nobody better. Nobody Nobody better. better. Yeah. He's the king. Voice of a generation. Absolutely. As some might say. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right, folks, that is going to wrap it up for us here on the Christmas Countdown Show, episode two of season three. Uh, we will be back next week with a brand new top ten list. Make sure you come on back, and we like to close every episode the same way by saying Merry Christmas 
And happy holidays. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See ya.